I have a office in Los Angeles that someone broke in and stole just their medical records. It appears the suspect knew exactly what he wanted. Surveillance video clearly shows his face while he's inside the dental office. He goes straight for a cabinet with medical records, grabbing them by the handful and stuffing them into a plastic bag. Dennis and her husband stole $1.5 million in insurance fraud. $1.5 million is not a little bit of money. Just a matter of time until you get caught. And the bigger you get, the more likelihood that you're going to get caught. Even accessing the dark market is not the easiest thing in the world to do. How much money are these people actually making? earning potential, the number of jobs available, and your growth potential. There is no growth potential for dentists. You are a dentist, period. AI is going to make that a bigger problem in the future. Welcome back to another episode of Dental Rift. I'm your co-host, Gary Bird. I'm the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients so you can grow the way that you want. Awesome. I'm Tanner Applegate. I am the CEO and founder of Unify. I, we are a software solution that brings together all of your tools into one place to make your life easier and more efficient. All right. So we got three really interesting topics today. Number one, dentist is a top 10 job in the United States, which blows my mind because if you talk to dentists, it doesn't sound that way, but they made the list top 10 in the United States. Then number two, I have a office in Los Angeles that someone broke in and stole just their medical records. Someone came in and broke into their office and stole all of their medical records. I want, I want your thoughts on this. I've never seen this before, Tanner. And then lastly, a dentist and her husband stole $1.5 million in insurance fraud down in Florida, and they're in big trouble for that. So I want to get your thoughts on that. So let's start with, um, let's start with this uh, insurance fraud one. So I'll give you a quick rundown of this, Tanner, and I want your thoughts on it. So this is in West Palm Beach, and it was a, 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 a dentist and her husband, and she stole $1.5 million from Medicaid. And what they were doing is they were billing their patients cash, saying, no, you got to pay this. Medicaid won't cover it. And so that way they could get more from the patient than what they get from Medicaid. And then they were also then going back and billing Medicaid for services they don't even provide. And so eventually they got caught up with this. And they were arrested and been in jail since November 2nd. So they, they have five children and they, um, yeah, this is like a ton of money. They have multi, this is a group. This was not one practice. This was a group practice that they've built on the back of this at $1.5 million. And it's pretty serious when they take you to jail, right? This wasn't like, whoops. Oh yeah. Whoops. We were, we, here's a fine. Yeah. Here's a fine. Whoops. We were, you know, tagging this the wrong way, or we put this under the wrong section or you know, we paid, didn't pay enough money for this, that, or the other. This was like a big, big deal. So what, when you hear stories like this, what, what, what goes through your brain? It never pays to do things the erroneous route. So one of the things that goes through my mind is that there's the saying of like, oh, if everyone else is doing it, then it must be okay. Right. I've heard that a lot when people are like justifying behaviors that may not be fully kosher right it's like oh well that's just part of the business of it like well it's part of the business of it until you get a huge fine this is past that right this is past the oh it's just part of the business of it they probably have justified it to themselves of like medicaid's paying us nothing so we need to be able to run our business and so we're going to charge the patient but it just 
there are usually clear guidelines on this stuff. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Like, it's crazy to me that people are still, it, it just, it's, and it will be forever. It'll be a thing, right? It's just mind blowing to me. Yeah. $1.5 million is not a little bit of money and you're getting that through. And it's just, you know, the thing is, is you're documenting all of it, right? It's not like you're just getting up $1.3 million handed to you. You're documenting that you're committing fraud. Like, it's just a matter of time until you get caught. And the bigger you get, the more likelihood that you're going to get caught. So the more you do it, it's it's just absolutely like, and this was, and, and it, not that it's right if it's only one practice, right? But just like, that's your business model is that you're building this out over multiple practices. So something in their head told them that we're not going to get caught, right? Like they, if you're going to build out your whole business model around this and open up multiple practices, you're telling yourself, oh, no, 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 this is sustainable. This is, we're going to be able to keep doing this. It's build. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. And we're not going to get caught and everything's going to be fine. I know it's, they probably told themselves it's gray area or something like that. But if they take you to jail, it's not gray area. That was, that's a big time. No, no. I want to know who the whistleblower was on it. If it was a team member hey. or if it was a patient. Mm. Yeah. Because I'd be nervous as a team member being asked to do that, that I'm going to be the one that's held liable. Yeah. I would imagine that they had to, um, yeah, that's tricky. Right. So if you're billing people and in multiple locations, you're also having dentists with the dentist license also on the line. Interesting. So how are they for nagging that? Right. Like how are they telling their right. team to I act? Think they were totally justifying it and they got a pool of people that were all drinking the same Kool-Aid. That's the only way to all do it. Drinking right? the illegal Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, that's not a good Kool-Aid to be drinking. Um, no. Okay. I'm going to show you this Tanner. I got so this, this is a, uh, a HIPAA thing. This is a, uh, black market data thing. Like this is a very interesting, I've never seen a story like this one before. So I'm going to play this one. It touches a lot of buckets. So I want to, I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, and for the audience, if you're, if you're only listening to audio, this is basically what happens here is a someone broke into an office. They had all paper records and they literally broke in and all they stole, they didn't sell anything else. All they stole was the patient's records. Okay. Here's the, here's the news uh, story on it. Medical records stolen from a dental office. And the theft was caught on camera. I would assume where Carlos Granda has a story. It appears the suspect knew exactly what he wanted. Surveillance video clearly shows his face while he's inside the dental office. He goes straight for a cabinet with medical records, grabbing them by the handful and stuffing them into a plastic bag. The value of those records on the dark web. And I've seen estimates that medical records are worth up to maybe a thousand dollars. It happened at around 3 a.m. at Riverside Dental in Sherman Oaks. The suspect broke through this back window to get in. The surveillance video shows he only took medical records, and in less than 30 seconds, he leaves, going out through the same window. LAPD confirms there is an investigation. No one at the dental office would talk to us on camera today. They say they want to reach out and reassure their patients first. Getting less secure and we'll become more vulnerable. We did speak with Mike, who didn't want to give us his last name. He only a business next door. Yeah, we do worry. You know, we ask the management to put some security cameras. And a little scary, huh? It is. It is, to be honest with you. It's not just for us, but it's also for our clients. You know, they don't feel that safe to even park in the back. This is a low-tech 
cybercrime, in essence, of stealing records. Vernon says stolen medical records can be a serious issue. They contain personal details such as medical history, insurance information, and maybe even social security numbers. And some fraudulent person can take that information and masquerade as you to get health care, to get an operation, to get a facelift, to get prescription drugs and what have you, because they have all this information that can almost confirm who they are as you. Security experts say to help prevent identity theft in the future, it's a good idea for everyone to... Bro, a thousand, a thousand dollars per record on the black market? If that's your game, though, you've got to be like, even accessing the dark market is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Mm-hmm. So if your game is to go and sell these things in the dark market, dark web, you've got to be technologically savvy. I'm like, why are you doing the physical world stealing from them and then going and doing it on the dark market? I'm like, if you're not technologically savvy enough to go in and do it from a digital world, like, God, there's something missing there from the dumb crook. We need to like do a dumb crook segment every time. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That that was wild. He didn't even wear a mask or anything. Like he was just his face was out there, came in. But 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 here's he was a, younger. Here's the thing that blows my mind though. Like he knew to break in, go straight for the records, bag them, and bounce. Like that's calculated. There's so many. You didn't steal the computers, right? Because the druggie's going to steal the computers, right? Or the equipment that they can go flip quickly, whatever it may be. But you you can't flip those those records quickly, right? Like that's not something you just go out no. and sell to, to somebody on the side of the street for a hundred bucks. You have to go find people who want those. So someone told this person, these are valuable to me. If you can go get these, there's value in them. And and then this goes back to like all these bigger companies that get hacked and all the information that comes out on those, like that's it's a lot of money, $1,000 per record. If you can go get 20, 30,000 records, what's the value on that? And how much money are these people actually making? He was already pulling the records when the camera, when they started it, right? Like it, what, I'm, I'm curious if like he went in there for a specific person and just grabbed a lot of them to make it feel like it was like a robbery. Oh, but yeah, I mean, so maybe he unique. just wanted to get one person's record. I don't know. What would you what would you need to hide on one person's record on a dental visit? Yeah. Maybe you want somebody like you know somebody's a patient there and you want their social security number or you have I mean, I don't know. Where did it say it was? It's in LA. Yeah, maybe it's a famous person that's a patient of record. I don't know. Yeah. It was in a rough neighborhood. And one thing though that that office, what sucks for that office though, is that they are they're in violation of HIPAA agreements right there. Even though their paper records HIPAA still applies, those need to be under lock and key. Yeah, they were wide open. Well, what, does it yeah. count as lock so and key violation. Uh, that the building's locked? No, that doesn't count. So it has to. they have to be under their own lock and key separate from your, your regular security. Yep. Yeesh. They have to be in a locked cabinet. Okay, so I, this next story I'm really excited to hear about because I'm honestly shocked. So Tanner said, hey, this is the what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about dental, dentists specifically, being a top, they're now the top 10 job that you can get in the United States. And I was just shocked that that was the case. So Tanner, do you want to break this down for us? Yeah, so, so US Newsweek, they're the ones that do like the 
the college rankings and all these things, right? They're, they've been doing this one for a while, right? Top US jobs. And the way that they, so last year, dentists came in at number 41 on the list of top 100, and now they're top 10. What's interesting though, is in 2017, they were the top job, number one. Right. And so it's just fascinating to me what they measured on, which I think is silly, but it's like what's earning potential, the number of jobs available and your growth potential. And I'm like, there is no growth potential for dentists. You are a dentist, period. Right. And then for uh, openings, like, yeah, there might be openings for dentists and maybe that's why it went up. But the earning potential is not going up. Yeah. So why did it raise in ranking? So I'm, I wonder if uh, growth potential falls under DSOs as well, because you have to, in a lot of states, you have to be a dentist to own those. So that would be the natural next step, right? Like open up know. multiple practices, open up multiple, like a group or something like that. So that, that I could see the argument for the growth potential from there. Um, the one thing that I, that I find crazy though, is that there's whole Facebook groups about how horrible dentistry is just for dentists. The whole Facebook group, there's all dentists complaining about dentistry, complaining about their patients. Compl- like I've been in them there. It's absolutely. They're, and they're big groups. They're big. And they're very active. <laughs> and it's wild. I sit there and I listen and about them complaining about what they, like I, I told my wife one time, I was like, if you read these groups, you wouldn't go to the dentist again. Like you would just be like, I'm not going back there. And there's whole like, it, it, to me, you, with the highest suicide rate, right? So you have a high suicide rate for men and women, which is very rare that you have similar suicide rates for both genders inside of a career. And then you have um, all the you know consolidation and the debt and how much money it costs to become a dentist and how many years it would take to pay off that. And and just the, the overall, just like dentist trying to get out of the chair and do something else. That it just wild to me that that would make the top ten, but I don't think they're factoring in all those things that we just talked about. It's, this is more like so a financial. See, let, I want to see your reaction to this list, then. Right, I'm curious to see. Okay, is it positive? Like, would you agree with it or not? All right, you see this? Yeah. So we're gonna start at number twelve, vet. So we got a vet and lawyer and dentist. Okay. Any any immediate reaction to that? Um. Vets, I can understand that. Um, lawyers are hard jobs. Lawyers are hard jobs. I, I, if you made me guess on this and just the way you broke it down, it's like these are jobs that pay well. This doesn't mean that this is an awesome career that you want to have for the rest of your life. Yeah, high paying is a important factor, right? So let's go into the next three. Web developer, their average pay is not incredibly high. Yeah, but the education, IT and the manager, cost, and financial man. You don't need an education to be a uh, right to a web developer. You can go learn on YouTube and learn everything um, that you need to know. Um, IT is interesting. Um, financial manager. What's what's number uh, six and so number nine is web developer. IT manager, financial manager is so number seven. Physical therapist number six. Uh, IT or information security and uh, analyst. Physician assistant. What is that? What's the physician assistant? Is it like basically like a dental PA. assistant? No, PA. So these are the people like PAs actually can do a lot now where they are the ones like if you go to the doctor, most of the time you see a PA, you don't see a doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, and then what's uh, number three? 
medical and health service OMG. manager. What is that? So these to me, like this was a, this was one that was surprising to me. These are like the operators of healthcare. It's like the practice manager of dental. Ah. Right. Who's your practice manager in health services? Mm. Okay. And then number two is. I thought that was fascinating. That, that is that was, fascinating. A, it was even a category and B, that it was this high. Yeah, it's really high. That's a really stressful, hard job too. Very stressful, I imagine. And then nurse practitioner. Okay. And the number one software developer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would take that job over all those other jobs for sure as the most upside. And I would, I would take it for now, but I'm, I'm nervous about the longevity of software developer. Oh yeah. Cause of AI. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, which job would you take if you factored in the future and factored in everything going on right now? Which one would you pick out of these top 10? Information security. I think I'd fall under it as well. Because that's going to be, be a, that's the I, AI is going to make that a bigger problem in the near future. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Like security aspect of it, the development of it. I think that this is like a lot of these are going to be shortcutted. There's still going to be a demand for sure. Right. But I do think that the security aspect of it is only going to continue to get worse. Yeah. I agree. Cool, man. All right. Well, good show. I'll talk to you later. All right. See ya. Peace. Peace.